Opinionated Facts is brought to you by The Right Way Home Care, where they are committed to providing high-quality, client-centered, and affordable home care. They also offer personal care, respite care, light housekeeping, medication reminder, and a personal care. If you need any more information on The Right Way Home Care, make sure you reach out to them at www.therightwayhomecare.org. Again, that is www.therightwayhomecare.org. Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree. My IQ is average, there's a young lady out there, she way smarter than me. I spoke through the timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She mad at these crackers, she mad at these cabbages, mad at these murder police. She mad at my niggas, she mad at our ignorance, she wear her heart on the sleeve. She mad at the celebrities, low key, I get it. Let's go. Microphone check, microphone check. Hey, your boys are back in the building. Opinionated Facts, week 76, Father's Day edition. I'm going. Uh, Father's Day edition. Uh, fellas, how we feeling, man? Happy Father's did you, Day. Did you come in already? Well, you want me to say the whole, the whole uh, thing? Nah, I mean, if you go half-ass, like, we'll half-ass the whole entire show. I got you. I'm bringing Microphone check, microphone check. Hey, this is the world's most popular barbecue talk, barbershop talk, man, cave conversation. However you like it or dislike it, this is the Heavyweight Champion Sports Talk Podcast. This is your Opinionated Facts. These are your hosts. Myself is in the building. Uh, to my left, I have the Donald Trump of Sports Talk Podcast. He's in Tulsa. The red-headed assassin. The, uh, the, the, the last member of the red-headed Indian tribe. And the man that gets it popping in the old head community, Mr. Red himself, is in the building. How you feeling, man? Hold on before you start. Jeez. <laughs> to, my, to my further left, we have Mr. S. Dot Rudolph in the building. What's Fellas. up? I guess we're not done. I guess we're just done quarantining now. We just going to be shoulder to shoulder up in here, though. If we're going green on Friday, yo. We yeah, yellow yeah, Not this Friday. Well, it could be 25 <laughs> or less in the, in the area. We're 25 or less. If you got the proper distance in. Well, my knee's touching your knee. No, it's not. It's my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's wild. You're a wild boy. <laughs> we're back in the building, man. We're back in the building. Uh, we're back together. No more Zoom podcasts. Nah, there will be uh, more. There'll be more Zoom. It's just, <laughs> it's just Zoom tonight. is convenient. It's just tonight <laughs> that we all happen to be here. All right, all right, all right. So different. There will be more Zooms. What you got to tell me? Yeah, probably. It's it's hard to meet up all the. Like, yeah, I mean, be in the same spot. Especially when so we don't know some more dedication yet. Like he's still technically a guest. You're right. You're right. You gotta, 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 like perform and camp. Yeah, he may not work. He may not I work out. Perform yet? Like I just showed, <laughs> I just nah, by myself. Man. You know, we had, we used to have a host on here that he, he worked out great a few, uh, like for some weeks at times. There's been times where he didn't work out. We don't want you to become inconsistent. Have I ever missed? No, nah, I'm just saying you sometimes look. And sometimes people become consistently inconsistent. Ooh. And we don't need that problem. Well, that hasn't been me. You know, the other, the other, that's my guy. The other host, that's my guy. Don't try to clean it up now. I ain't got to clean it up. <laughs> he knows he's my guy. We talk We talk regularly. Look, he's my man. guy. So let's get to it right away. What do you guys think about July 7th, the NBA, or the NBA guys are returning to camp. And... 
getting back to this thing, living in a bubble down in Orlando about, well, now the bubble was nice. This is like a twist, like they got their own personal chefs, barbers, like they're living nice. But? But they're in a bubble. You can't let no outside girls and not even the wives. <laughs> that shouldn't be a concern. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's 21 year olds in the NBA. It should be a concern. Look, like they tell you before in your boxing training camp not to have, not to be. Yeah, and what you still physical? What you still do? I I mean, you know, people still do things and not follow the rules. Say something about seven weeks without getting nothing. I think I'd be. It's hard. I think it'd be pretty hard pressed to find a, a someone in the NBA that doesn't get COVID while they're there, regardless of how regardless of the precautions. I think someone. It's going to happen. So then, what do you what do you do then? They already had the rules like, in place. They already said that they're not going to cancel again if someone does get it. They said they wouldn't even start it up. That was going to be a possibility. Yeah, and then that's so. So, so you're going to have to isolate 14 to, days. You can't. Yeah. The biggest problem they're saying is, from a player perspective, is if you do get the COVID and you guys quarantine 14 days, you're not allowed you're not to work out. You can't even get to the gym. No, you can't run or nothing. Are you going to stay in, in your room? Yeah, it's going to be 14 days, like Como did in his basement. So what? <laughs> he was still working though. He was working, man. That dude was working. I said, hell. And he looked terrible some days. And he was still down there talking for two hours by himself. Shout out to Como, man. Como's a real deal. Como did it. What's worse? Being in a bubble isolated from everything? Or if you're single, not being able to get no girls for the next two and a half months? I'm just saying, we all know. Like, week one, everybody dialed in. Week two, yeah, I mean, things was getting a little heavy. Somebody going to sneak somebody in the bubble. And if J.R. Smith signs with the team, all my money's on him. <laughs> <laughs> J.R. ain't going seven weeks. J.R. married, he's a married man, you know? My bad, J.R. ain't put your things <laughs> down. You know? right, my like mind. Somebody going to sneak somebody in. Who's the first guy? <laughs> no, never mind. I'm not answering that question. But with COVID running wild, especially in Florida, especially in Florida, what do you think these guys? Like, how do you think these guys are going to manage in a bubble? Like basketball, fine, but we all know being without a woman after you can have any woman you want for the last most of your life, <laughs> most of your life. You're NBA player. You've been a baller your whole life. How do you shut it down and just? And and just how do you shut it down and just not say, hey, I'm 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 going cold turkey for the next whatever how many months? You really can't prepare for it. I think that uh, <laughs> everybody on Facebook they probably just hear my voice. But I'm just I'm got voice of God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't see him on the screen. He's not on the screen, but. Hey, it don't matter. Am I Yo, no, we got to stay, stay focused. All right. It doesn't matter. This guy wants to be seen. <laughs> Yo, sometimes you just got to be a voice, man. No. So what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you, are, are you, are you more? There's going to be that one trainer that you never thought was cute. <laughs> and you're going to know, like, you know what? Yo, what's the name ain't bad? Oh, man. No, it's not going to happen that way. It'll happen. It's not going to happen that way. Yo, what are you doing? The regular folks. You can't just get up in the middle of us talking. They man. don't even know I'm here. Yo, what do you mean? I can see you now. Yo, listen. 
Sorry, this guy, sometimes you got to argue because this guy. <laughs> they're worried about nothing right now. We're See not, We're not going to be three guys arguing for no reason. Listen, if you're in a bubble, how can you focus on anything but basketball? Like, should we see the best basketball we've seen, like, in the last 20 years of basketball? Like, they have no other focus right now but being the best and going at people. It's going to be different because you're not going to have the fans. So what, what like, I think a huge difference. LeBron, especially, feeds off of that energy. A every lot of star, time. Every star does for the most part. I don't think Kawhi does. I think Kawhi, I, don't, I honestly, I feel like Kawhi actually feels like he's playing in front of no one. He just, he's just out there. But there are some players that feed off of that. Man, and you I, see Kawhi hit them big shots against Philly, man. You see he no never emotion. got really hyped, though. Now, you see some emotion. But nah, that crowd fed him, though. I didn't see no emotion. Now, when he hit the game winner against Philly, you definitely saw that emotion yeah. come out. Yeah. Now you miss him. I didn't really, I don't really feel like I've seen, I, when he hit the game winner in game seven against Philadelphia, it was the first time I ever seen him get real emotional. But I don't think he did that for the fans. It was just something that he Fans make a difference even in every Like, sport. if he makes a game winner, it's going to be different. Like, say, say whoever it is, say LeBron hits a game winner in one of the playoffs games that they have, and he goes crazy. It ain't going to be as crazy that thing ain't rocking. No, it feels here. weird now when the boxer rocking. or UFC player gets a yeah, crazy knockout and they run to the cage and like five people are like, "Yeah, good job." Buddy. Yeah, it's all quiet. <laughs> you can hear one person clapping. Yeah, I don't like it. And I don't. So it's, it is tough. It's I think the free throw returns will go up. People, yeah, because NBA players, anybody's ever seen an NBA player shoot even the fifteenth man on the bench with no nobody around, they don't miss. But that alone in the NBA, I mean, I think that'd be a little better in NBA because you got teammates. So being around teammates and, and being like that, like that'll get you excited, even on game winning shots, like celebrating with your teammates and everything like that would definitely get you to the point where you can, you know, I mean, feel that adrenaline. We all played basketball before, and, and in a room full of nobodies, in a room full of nobody, in in an in a, in a empty gym, and you hit that game winning shot. But you're, I think you're, you're still excited. The going people wild. are still playing in that gym are playing for the love of the game. And some players in the NBA are playing for what comes for the, what's from the game, like Barkley stuff. Yeah, and when you don't have that kind of atmosphere, you're not doing for nobody, nobody's there, I think it's going to take away from something, from some of the players. I mean... It's going to take away from a lot. Like LeBron, when it all first came about, and they talked about getting rid of the fans, LeBron said, well, that's who I play for. I'm not playing fans in here. I was disappointed. And I was disappointed. <laughs> like, that made me mad a little bit. Like, when I, when I heard him say that, like... And now he's the biggest one. Like, he's, he's only posted a few times, and one of them, three of them were like, hey, look, just so you know, we're balling. We want to ball. Yeah. So, I mean, now he wants to play. Well, I mean, you know, the Lakers in general should be wanting to play. This is all the fact that they're the number one seed right now. And that's why it's a big deal that when you have A.B. Bradley and Dwight Howard coming out saying, I don't know if we should play. That's not a big deal. It is It'd a big deal because it... The big deal would be if LeBron came out and said it. That'd no, be I think big it's deal. a big deal because like I think Dwight coming out and saying it. First of all, he's lucky to be back on the Lakers. He's contributed this year. Yeah, he, he played. He played. Like well. I said he's lucky to be back on the Lakers though because of how he left. Lakers lucky to have him. He's lucky to be uh, back on the Lakers. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. He's controlling that middle right now. He's shooting the high percentage in the NBA right now. He doesn't start. He don't. He has the high shooting percentage in the NBA right now. That's misleading. I mean, it, it is. is. So it is very misleading. Why? Well, if it is, why say it? 
because it's still a fact. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't for him. Jabell McGee starts the whole, most of the game. Well, he's playing well too. He's playing playing well, yeah, they're both playing well. So it's not. I don't know. Javale starts. Sometimes he starts Shaq to the fool. Well, that was that, that was that was. Yeah, but think about what's the, one of the biggest, biggest assets right now is their height, their size. Yeah. And they're long. They're pause. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. I don't know. I mean, we're talking about basketball here. Right. What you're pausing. Right. I'm just saying, if somebody from the Knicks comes out and says, you know what, we probably shouldn't play. You don't take it as serious as. Like Dwight Howard put in his his uh, memo, not, I don't want to call it memo, his statement. He said, "Look, man, I have a chance to win my first championship in eleven years. I could be a Hall of Famer with the championship ring." Nah. And he's like, "You he's know what? Not gonna be a Hall of Famer. I think he's already in. No yeah. one's gonna ever forget that his boots. Since he was out with the season, with his boots. <laughs> <in there. laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. But bottom line, he is borderline Hall of Fame. Now, get the ring he's in. If you get the ring he's in, right now he's borderline Hall of Fame. And he's saying like, "Yo, I, can, I want, I want my ring, but there's a movement going on right now. I don't think that's why he was." He didn't want the NBA to come back and be a distraction. As everybody said. Lou but I don't said it. agree. That it, I don't think it would be a distraction. I think if anything, they can make big big time statements if they do come back. And that's what they're trying to do now. So the NBA is trying to pull out so they can have so they Black can, Lives Matter on their jersey. Exactly. They can have a lot. They can, a lot, they can contribute. But they got to see they're, they're going to be able to do those things. And that was LeBron's statement, too, about that. Like they can make more of a statement. <laughs> playing. Playing than, than, than just being out. But I think it's... I hate the fact that right now they're trying to put black people against black people saying, because everybody got pissed off when Laura Ingram said to LeBron to shut up and dribble. And now they're like, hey, Kyrie, just shut up and dribble. Like, we can't be on both sides of that. Both both sides are making good points. I would want to see a playoffs. Probably, personally, I'm leaning that way. I think it's going to be one of the most competitive playoffs we had in a while. Just, uh, just the format. The format makes it better. Not only that, but you got like four teams that, you know, legitimately have it. We don't know who's going to win the championship this year. Yeah. But you had the fact that you have, you know, like Lou Williams guys coming out and they're like, there's a movement going on right now and I think the NBA could take away from it. I don't want to bash that guy for thinking that because they're making some valid points. Yeah, we can't keep getting rid of things though before the movement. Like the movement, sometimes you gotta help you can help out the movement by doing certain things. You ain't gotta take a back seat to the movement. I think the real test a lot of times is if you care like, about everything something. right now is taking a back seat to that when I think other things can contribute to the success of it. So you don't think Kyrie is wrong, not for coming out against this, but like the timing. Like first, if we, Kyrie would have came out, hold on, hold on. First, he was going. He he was all in. Well, let's go. And then they told him he couldn't go. No, I think and he can. He's got to go. No, he no, can't. He he's can't. Not go. allowed to go. And that's what happened. Yeah. He couldn't go. And then he came out and said, "Well, we should rethink this anyway." And and we that's what I had a problem with. I like Kyrie. I've always liked him, and I. Was, as when he left the Cleveland when he left, I kind of got mad at him. Like, uh, but and he hasn't been the same kind of player. But other than that, he was still, my, he's still a baller. Still, man. He, he is at times. He is at times. He was MVP oh, candidate with the ball. No right question, away. he is at times. But my issue with the Kyrie statement was with okay, well, we shouldn't do this because the movement is important. You didn't say that when you thought you could go to Orlando, and when he found out he couldn't go, then it was like, ah, well, we should we shouldn't go anyway. So that's a, why, because you can't go, or because you really felt you really felt that way beforehand. And I think we different from that because I know that the president of the basketball union is Chris Paul, yes. and the vice president is Kyrie. And it's, but he was he was that before. I know, but when you have a hundred something players that were on that call, over a hundred players were on that call, according to Adam Silver, and you're the vice president of the union, and they're saying, "Hey, we have concerns." 
as a representative of the whole league, you have to speak on behalf of those players. Yeah, and that's so, and that and that's fine. But then why did we only hear from four or five players? But I'm saying why. I ask you this question. I ask you this question. Why is everybody just keep saying Kyrie when there's a hundred something players come out saying they don't know they want to play? I haven't heard from hundred some players. I've heard from about six players. But you know for a fact that it was over hundred players on the call. On the call, but they didn't say they agreed or disagreed. But they were just listening. But have, who have you heard from? You got Avery Bradley. Yeah, Avery Bradley. We and had Dwight Howard on a team where the number one player in the NBA, as far as popularity and everything else, says, "Hey, we want to play." And you got two players from his team. The, and they like also came who, out and said there was no issue with them him, them saying said that and him, team not, from and him wanting to play. Said, yeah. They said they don't know we should play. Lou Williams, six, reigning sixth man of the year for the number two seed in the West, as an odds-on favorite to win the championship, says, hey, I don't know if we should be playing. So when guys that are on winning teams are saying, hey, I don't know if we should be playing, I don't know why Kyrie's getting the brunt of it. There's 300 players in the league, and you have Kyrie. Maybe, got 300 players going to the bubble. But in Kyrie, it's probably the most, I would say, the the most famous player yes, out yeah. of that entire group. I think maybe that's why he came out that. and said something. It's like being the quarterback in your team. You're going to take the butt of it also, if you're that superstar. He's the, like he's maybe the lone superstar that came out and said but something. But can you understand why people are saying, hey, you know, hey, Kyrie, shut up. Let's play basketball. You're not even playing. And then LeBron says, hey, shut up and dribble. No, I won't shut up and dribble. I also got education. I also speak on things. I think we're, we're doing a double standard now. Kyrie, got, you, got a, you got a education? Yeah, he, he left. Was, he left Duke after nine games. He was there for a semester. <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't get education there. Bottom line is Kyrie's the one that spoke he, up. He didn't well, LeBron the didn't go finish. He didn't even go to college. I didn't say LeBron was educated. I'm just saying we can't hook people just because you don't go to college or finish college. I mean you're stupid. You said he was. He's, I'm well, saying people are saying I'm educated. I have my own opinion. I have stuff besides I do besides basketball. And I don't think we should just get in here. If you agree, we should go play. Fine. I ain't gonna bash Kyrie because he don't want to. I'm not gonna bash. I didn't players. hear anyone bash him besides analysts. I didn't hear no NBA player come out against him. They like won't bash him. Yeah. Well, but yeah, former know. NBA players did. No current. NBA I players. felt like LeBron got more like from Patrick Beverly when he tweeted out, "Hey, ballers." If, if LeBron was to play if, with players, if, if the king, if king at king, he added them too. I would have took that as disrespect. If you at me. I'm taking this to No, I think if you go talk about me, tell you, talk to him direct. And he said, you know, if, you, if LeBron said we playing, if LeBron said we playing, we all playing. And that's what it is. Because LeBron says, hey, I want to play basketball, which he did say, Silver's going to play. And I think that if the majority, if it was held to a vote, which it should have been, if they, like it said, it if, if every union, it if pass. it passes, then y'all, y'all should be playing. They did pass. Like I okay. voted down, I voted down our recent contract. No, but, but nobody but, else did. So we. No, but they voted. That's what I'm working on. They voted and passed. Yeah, they, they voted and it passed. Yeah. Like, um, so um, then they're um, playing ball. Then. The and they up to just LeBron. Oh, they're playing Brown ball. Can't. That's a done deal. They're they're playing ball. Yeah, they voted. They so the. But how do you feel about? Union, all right. So the first player to come out in WMA say she's not playing for 100 cents back is Renee Montgomery. She said, "I'm not playing." She don't think about other. It ain't worth the risk for them. They're making thirty five thousand. I think it's more of a big deal that she ain't playing because she needs the money. No, but, they, but they're making good money now. They're not. They're not. I'm they're saying, but I think deal. it's when you're making million dollars a millions of dollars a year, you can miss this season. Different. When you're making a hundred thousand dollars, you do need that money. And she says, "I'm not playing." She can go across. Maya Moore's not playing. She wasn't playing for other reasons. Oh well. She was never going to play though. Yeah, I'm saying, but she those, said she wasn't playing even before listen, this happened. Like, she when you have, when yeah. you have a she job, got a mouth though. Listen, when you have a job, it don't matter. Like, you need, you need, you need, you need that check. money. The more you make, the more so, you spend. So, so whether you sacrifice it or not, like it's going to be a big deal. 
So whether you're in the WNBA or the NBA, like you're still missing checks, and that's a sacrifice. That sacrifice is easy to be made by probably some of the guys that, are, that we're talking about, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, yeah, Kyrie Irving. They all been in the league for a long time, but we don't hear from rookies. We don't hear from that journeyman that's that, that, that But that's no one cares what they got to say, though. But, but they I, they, they, the they reason why the Kyrie out. thing is a story because it's Kyrie. Because of his name. Well, Nobody like, cares what the rookie got to say. Who cares what got the, well, the, the guy's rookie? Role? If it was Luka Doncic. Hey, buddy, you don't have to play. You, we weren't going to play you anyway. We're going to sign somebody else. No, that's contract. my point. Like, we're not hearing from them guys who need a check because they want to play. Like, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's easier well, to say than done. can't say nothing anyway. That's in most, in most professions and careers. Like, the rookie, you just, you know. You no, see. because in every job, like, we have, like, we're they're equal parts of the, of, of the union. Like, it's, it's, so it don't even matter to the point where we're, we're hearing about Kyrie and Dwight Howard who made millions of dollars already. But when it comes down to the fact of these guys who are not making any money, not, I mean, they're making money. But <laughs> yeah, they're making. Money, but <laughs> they're not different. making money over a, 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 a sustainable amount of time. Then you know, what I mean, it is what it is. But comments. William Way says some more. They firing dudes on their day off. I heard. Whatever that means. Probably got something stupid on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got that. Yeah, you got um, watch what you say when he live. Dill, your father-in-law says sit down, but I'm not sure who he's talking to. It's probably some more. No, probably definitely. You. And then said how Ned said, dude, you look like Kobe. <laughs> Gotta be about you. That's definitely about me. I heard that twice a week at least. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, get that message, man. Right, talking bad. about nothing matters. What do you mean? I was. Being, <laughs> I like to keep people engaged, man. So how do you feel well, engaged with your with your with your fans? And you got an issue. Guys like uh, Bill and Wall in the front of the protest chanting. Guys like. Who's guy from Boston that was out? Was it uh Taco? No, it wasn't. Was Taco, Taco was no, out too. Was, uh, my man, his father just got out of jail in Turkey. Yeah, it was the, yeah. Uh, I forget his name too. Cantor. Cantor. Yeah, Cantor. Cantor. Uh, guys are out in the front lines of this thing, man. No, but uh, Bill and Wall, man. I like you gotta that. give them 100% credit. Like, those yeah, they was out chanting with them. Like, I, I mean, like they got the, they had the horn. Uh, and you know he's always one banana peel away from it. It was Achilles. Oh my disrespect John Wall like that. I like Jerry Achilles twice, man. I'll tell you something in the kitchen. John Wall's a bad boy. When he's healthy, I'm not even disrespectful. I'm not gonna say was. We Two Achilles in a row is rough. We didn't see him play yet. You might not have him. You know, and you know why? He tore two Achilles because he was a freakish athlete. Like, nope. Second time he fell in the kitchen. Never yeah. gonna be the same. I mean, baseline to baseline with the ball in her hand, there ain't too many people beating him. No, he's one of the fastest guys in the league. Like it was, it was, he was, he was a special player. So, but to see them out there and be in the front line and also being the 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 uh, value most valuable player on their teams, like we need those franchise guys out That's, there. It's different times, there, man. Out there, like promoting. Like this is, and this is. I mean, I know it's a, it's a time where black folks are 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 being catered to, which is long overdue. Because people feel like they, you know, they 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 miss, I don't know. They looked at us as I don't know what I don't know how you looked at us, people. But now that you're that that you're trying to make up for it, we see a lot of this, you know, this 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 catering going on. But to see these folks out here like on the front lines of this, like John Wall and, and Bill and 
like people that that could lose it all. It's it's just nice to see. I don't know what uh. You gotta be careful these days now because the more you do, the more they expect. Yeah, that's I say a... that because of the J Cole situation. <laughs> that's the only reason why I say that because we, you know, we we gave J Cole that title that like he always speaks up about. Some injustices and and, and, and they stand up they for black, more. They black want more. They want more. And they want more. Every time something happens, you're supposed to be the person that speaks up. And look what they did to LeBron with. You can say a lot of things about LeBron, but he's always spoken up on issues that exactly. on black issues that he felt strongly about. But then they were like, well, he didn't say nothing about China, and, it's, and he said that well, a guy should be fired for Houston and all that. That was a mistake by LeBron. He shouldn't have said nothing. He should have said but, he's not educated on it. Yeah, but you know, he's made he's a billion dollars in right, China. Exactly. So they're like, oh, you'll speak up on this issue, but when it's going to cost you money, you don't want to say nothing. Exactly. So when you, when you are in front of it, you you kind of kind of always be in front of it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So it's like people don't understand. Like you, you don't always have to be the person to say something. We just gotta stop attacking us because everybody is doing what you feel they should be doing in the movement. Exactly. Everybody does, like everybody who saw the Chappelle special. If you haven't seen, it, I suggest you do see it. But he was saying, like, you know, Don Lemon was going there attacking celebrities but not doing enough. And he said, like, I wish he would have said my name. He said, I was hoping I hope he said Dave Chappelle. Please say Dave Chappelle. He said, because this ain't the time for me to speak. I don't want to hear from celebrities. People out here, they're doing the talking for us. Exactly. Because he had said Drake, and I felt bad about that. Drake's not even from here. He's not even from here. He's not even from here. So, like, what's he got to say? Like, I felt like it was unfair for Don Lemon to do that. But Don Lemon goes in these ransom times, man, where... We talked about this earlier. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're right. We were talking about that earlier. Where Don Lemon goes in these ransom, it ain't about news anymore. It's just about how he personally feels. Yeah, that's why... Well, I don't want to... This is a sports podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, we can talk about anything on here, though. I like that. Yeah, we, we go where the conversation takes us. I stay with the bubble thing, though. So, how do you feel about how they... By your record, you got put in the hotel by their rating. So the six-star hotel, the best hotel on Disney's campus is Lakers, Bucks, They play Clippers. They earn that. Yeah, they're all in the same hotel. I don't matter if you're conference or nothing. Yeah, I agree with that. They earn that. Like, how house? And then you feel about some guys complaining, like, at these five-star hotels. Like, well, I'm going to be with the Hulks. <laughs> like, we could take you back to, to high school when you were struggling, like, you know what I mean? No, I think it's funny people complain. Glad they ain't staying at the Super 8. What do you think about, what do you think about, like, these college kids coming back. Before we, on the last thing for the bubble, I want your opinions on this. Because we're talking about the effects of the bubble. I just thought about this. You have a team like Philly that has the best record in the league at home, but one of the worst records in the league on the road. And they're going to play every game in the playoffs at a neutral site. You think that's going to make a big difference playing in the bubble? No, I think, I mean... A team that can't win a game at all on the road... Ben Simmons plays terrible on the road, and now they're going to play every game basically on a neutral site. Everyone's in the same boat, though, so it doesn't, it shouldn't really matter. So but they, they feed off the whole crowd. They yeah. feed off yeah, the whole well, crowd. No one's going to have a crowd, though. So what's good, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I know, but I think it's going to hurt a team that's what they're in the fourth seed right now. And plus, it is what it is. I mean, you're just. Yeah, yeah so it's like, yo, you've got this team. Like, no one has their home crowd. Mm-hmm. Nobody what has their away crowd. What about their, uh, these proposals about giving extra timeouts, extra stuff? For your home court advantage. No, we shouldn't do that. I don't like it either, but the one proposal was from the players. They want the home team to get an extra challenge, extra timeout. Um, this is like a bunch of little stupid stuff. No, no, no. You got to play basketball. You got to play basketball. Yeah, you gotta play basketball it's going to be hard, man, play, for some man. of those guys. Cause it's like, it's like going to be playing like the Y in the morning. It's going to be quiet. Yeah, like it's, it's, I mean, it's still going to be atmosphere. I think it's going to be. 
What's going to be good though is because you're going to find out like you're going to have a thousand people there probably. It ain't going to be empty like it was for boxing. Yeah. You're gonna have 35 people per team, unless they're gonna isolate that way too, where you're still doing distancing. <laughs> Jane Richter says tomorrow, just because you don't like Philly, you gotta hush. Jeez, that's not Philly. I ain't <laughs> Jane Richter tell me anything I said that wasn't factual. I don't, <laughs> I went to four Philly playoff games last year, paid my hard earned money to go watch playoff basketball. Wait, 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 what's the reason? I went to see Kawhi twice. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't even go for Philly guys. No, I went because of like how often do you get a chance to go to Eastern Conference Finals? True. Like I can drive to Eastern Conference Finals. I didn't care who they were playing. That's I do. True. It just turns out like Kawhi is a player, but the atmosphere in Philly is nuts. I don't care if you don't like it or not. You cannot go to a Philly home basketball game and not enjoy the environment and home football. It's a good environment. I never been to a football game. No, I don't think they ever will be. But oh, you will. They play the Raiders. Well, can we, can we, can we move forward now? Yeah, I think we're done with that. I mean, so with COVID running wild, what? How do you respond to all these colleges that are worried about, you know, hey, thirty? Uh, no, LSU had thirty kids come back. Clemson with twenty-four tested positive. Clemson with twenty-four. MLB just shut down their training camps for the whole league because of testing. Yeah, because the Phillies have, uh, had a bunch of players too. Yeah, there's a bunch of teams now. And with like it's uh, it's it's, a, it's like it's a mess. What do you do? So I said, there's nothing you can like the MBS. I'd be very surprised they made it out the entire their entire comeback without getting one. Like I don't think there's anything you can oh, necessarily do. You just hope you you can contain it so you can keep as many cases from happening as possible. But there's nothing you can do. Someone's going to get it. Someone's Look at the boxing match on. Thursday, the main event got canceled. Like got canceled because fight. his trainer had his COVID trainer, and they won't let anyone. If you if your trainer gets it, you're automatically done. So you're the boxer, you don't have it, but the trainer had the it. The thing was, done. they all get tested when they come into the bubble, and everybody was clean. Yeah, and then the trainer tested, he failed the test, now everybody got to be out. And everyone's in the bubble the entire time. So where do you get it from? If he's in the bubble, yeah, he well, gets it. And somebody's else testing 100. percent Yeah, they're having false failures. Well, he might not have been in the bubble all the time. Maybe he snuck out. Like we just talked yeah, about. Either way, but you're supposed to sell this. This is and they're already quarantining for a week, fourteen. <laughs> exactly. Like it's man. Listen, like if you're, <laughs> if and I don't know what the like the, the college is going to do, but like the NFL, for example, like these guys are going home every day and they're going to live a, 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 a regular life. College, you can like try to quarantine on campus, maybe like you ain't quarantine on nineteen year old. <laughs> You're right, but you could try. Is all I'm saying. We were in the heaviest of the quarantine. I'm talking about March, and I would go walk to the park on a nice day, and there'd be full court basketball at Grider Park. I agree. Like it's nuts. It is nuts. But what are you gonna do? You can't shut it down. So say like we're in national championship week in college, and the COVID breaks out amongst twelve players on one team. Well, you heard what Fauci said. He said they're gonna have to do a bubble for the NFL they play this season. You can't do it. What are you going to do with it? The NFL said they're still planning on having fans in stadiums in September. <laughs> they're nuts. <laughs> if anybody can pull it off, though, NFL don't really care what nobody says. No, they don't. They don't care about anyone. Well, college football is the one that's going to lose because they survive off, off football season. All right, little B. I don't know if, if college is going to make it. I don't. I think it's going to be a modified schedule at some point. Like, I don't only think, in conference? Maybe only in conference games. No fans, for sure. 
But still, I don't. I, I just don't. I don't know how you could possibly think. It, I don't understand. Like you got a lot of players that aren't from the pride backgrounds, and you got these kids who know their kid ain't going pro, and they're playing big time. Are you putting your son's health at risk? Are you letting him play? At school? Yeah. In college? 19, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't heard I from mean, no parents yet. I've heard. Have you heard from any parents say their kid ain't playing? No. And like we start as a coach in high school, we start football next week. And we, I mean, there's been some younger kids that parents complain, like not complain, but question, like, hey, is, is, is it really safe? But none of our older kids' parents really complained about anything. But like uh, Jane commented again, saying most people have recovered from COVID. I think people are feeling that way now. Like people are outside. Well, the protests changed the COVID. It changed the narrative. I felt like when the protests started to kind of look at us gathered right now. Like you, you were pretty strong with your quarantine. Your quarantine game was strong. You <laughs> ain't like, yo, what's, what's up? <laughs> I broke quarantine on on Friday, yesterday. I know, but we started doing we started doing more together. Like yeah. I would come over. You weren't letting like big parties, but yeah. like when you had your graduation, we drove by, but like we came in. Yeah, like quarantine, like, but now like it's people are what's outside. What's the weather's nice? Here. That's gonna help. That's not. Yeah, I always <laughs> said the quarantine only worked because May and April were terrible. The weather was bad. <laughs> The yeah. first time we got 70 and 80 on a Friday, Saturday, the quarantine was going to be over. And, and, and girls start walking around and, and wearing less clothes and guys are kind of falling right behind them. So that's, <laughs> that's why so quarantine. So you play women for everything? Uh, yes. <laughs> women run the world. I ain't <laughs> Women run the world. I'm not, I'm not mistaken on that. But what I'm saying is that I'm not gonna. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna blame the, the breaking of the quarantine on women. I will blame the breaking of the quarantine on the protest, though, like you said. But I, with, with that said, our economy is opening like quickly. Yeah, and it's funny because the guys that took it serious in the Northeast, we're getting like 40 cases a day now. The Northeast is look at New York; they're down to like four cases in one day. And you got the South going up like crazy. And they're the ones that didn't really obey the quarantine. Or they thought it was more. <laughs> the red states don't, they, they don't care. <laughs> no, they, don't, <laughs> the they, don't, they don't care at all. They, yeah, because some people think it's like a repression thing. Like you can't make you wear a mask. And so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I haven't planned nothing. I was supposed to go to Raiders opening week against the Saints. And I haven't booked. In New Orleans? No, it's the first game in the Raiders Stadium. In oh, Vegas. You're going to Vegas. Yeah, Hurt my soul, yeah. Vegas is crazy. Quarantine took a lot from me. <laughs> took my Bulls game this year away. I was going to Chicago. <laughs> took my Raiders. First yeah. game ever. I'm going to ever get this shit the rest of my life. Uh, I mean, you don't. It's the first game ever. You're right. And I'm not, not going to be another stadium in your life. And it happened to be the week I was already gone. You might have to risk it. They're not going to have fans. You don't know that. I don't think they're going to have fans. They I'll still be out there. They shouldn't have fans. They shouldn't. I mean, I... I would like to go, but I don't think they should either. You can't put 70,000 people like this in the same place. People. <laughs> well, NASCAR is going to like a 5,000 people state. Like, so they can put 5,000 people in their stadium that can sit six feet apart, apparently. That's what they're going to do. Oh, yeah, the NASCAR. You, you drive to the beach, oh, you see God. Dover Downs. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. So. <laughs> 5,000 feet, they usually sit 100,000, so they're sitting 5,000. They'll still be tailgating. Well, you, you see Trump. Put, oh, he sold 20,000 tickets. Like him. Like, I mean, it was. I look like there was 500 in there. I'm about to say, <laughs> he had a whole lot of people there. Everybody didn't show up. But, he said it was a million tickets, though. 
When our president don't care about this thing, I mean, it makes it hard for like the every everyday person to really buy. So Trump's a liar. I'm sorry. Trump, he just lies. Uh, breaking news. That ain't breaking. <laughs> uh, uh, before he was president, he was a liar. They had that whole stage built outside. He's going to do. They tore it down during the speech. He's always had that. Yeah, shit. That's not going to work, buddy. Sorry. Opinionated Facts is brought to you by Kion Essentials, where you can purchase healthy, naturally made beard oils and creams, which nourishes and smooths out your beard and prevents itchiness and dry skin without being too greasy. To purchase some oils from Kion Essentials, you can call 717-810-8530. Again, that is 717-810-8530. Real quick, we got a little commercial break for RTF Sports. Check out the podcast <laughs> on the radio show. But uh, there's other things we need to get to. Or else I would have let this, this whole thing go and would have went home. <laughs> He's ready to call it. I said, now I'm done. It's a sign from God. But no. <laughs> I ain't going to put it on the Lord on this, on this day. You want to talk about what we were just talking about while we were on this brief break? Well, B, you asked a question how, about how different the South is. <laughs> no, we weren't talking about that. What's the truth? a fact. The South is different. South is different. And this is what led us to Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy? Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, that's what I, I love the guy after that, though. <laughs> when that happened, I freaking loved him. Like, yo, Mike Gundy's that dude. Isn't man. he the same guy saying, hey, you want guys, we're going to come, people going to act like dogs, ruff, 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 or we're going to act like cats? Yeah. <laughs> that was him, too. Yeah, like Mike is a weird dude. Mike is different. So Mike wears the Owen, the Owen shirt. OAN. OAN. Oh, Network. It's not Trump Network. It, it, you ever seen it? Yeah. It stands for One American News. I don't want to promote them, honestly. Well, did you promote them? In a way, you brought it I out like of me. Just, I feel like you just I, did. I feel like you, you did No, I'm not responsible for you. I, I didn't want to talk about it. You so said, did you oh, say it or not? Did I say it or did you say I, I it? I feel like you brought it out of me. I feel, I feel like What I happened to the host? I don't know where he's at, man. I thought he was still here. He's dark-skinned, though. Oh, I'm man. Still, <laughs> wouldn't that be light-skinned? That's mahogany. Charles L. Blood then? This is dark some dark wood right there. <laughs> it was mahogany. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear me wild. <laughs> Look, man. What are you guys what are you guys doing right now? We're still on? We're good. We're live. We're good. Then why are you over there? Because I'm making sure that I'm directing, man. You're directing? I didn't ask a question. Right, you're promoting. I got, I, I, anyway. I, I got to produce this and everything. So, his, the leading rusher in college football. For that team. For that. Well, he was leading rusher last year. In the whole NCAA? NCAA. Answer that way, he's leading rusher. This is why I don't like pre production media. And I feel like I want to question that stat. This is your phone's right there. It's not organic, then. Yeah, no, nah, it is. I Go came ahead. up from the Britannica. While days. I'm talking, you can look it up. <laughs> so, the leading rusher in the NCAA last year, who played for Mike Gundy, and he wore the One American News shirt. It's like a, it's like a Trump based. They've really been attacking the BLM movement. Yeah, they do. They attack the BLM. That's the biggest issue with them. And so this running back comes out and says he's not doing nothing with Oklahoma State until things change. Is he right? He was there the same day, shaking hands. Is he right for his statement? Well, I think he should have stuck with it if you were going to. He went public with it before he talked to the head coach. You know, every every major network picked it up right away. They meet that day. They're on camera. He apologized on camera. And said, I'm sorry, I should have handled it differently and went to coach first. Mike Gunn never apologized for nothing. I don't think he needs he, he need to apologize at all. I'm saying, but I, exactly, why are you going to bring it up? And he's like, yeah, we do. And then 
you went on first take. And they were like, well, why did you, I mean, you guys done with it? You just apologized? He said, no, no, it's still have a lot of talk going to be going down, a lot of discussion and dialogue. But he already apologized. Gunny just said, you know, I didn't know it was going to be insensitive to wear the network. How do you not know? Yeah, like, it, I don't know what goes on, like, down in the South, because it's, it's frustrating. And, like, if you're not a big-name coach, like, if you're not a coach at a national brand, like, I get it, like, Texas and, 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 and Ohio State, Clemson now, like, them coaches normally have ties to the school. And the, more importantly, the donors. Yeah. The boosters. And Gundy was a guy who was, you know, he played in Oklahoma. He chose, he was a big-time quarterback. So I want to say, no, I don't want to interrupt you, but how do you feel about the player, the quarterback from Colorado coming out and saying Gundy called him N-word in 89? Well, yeah, I mean, that's why he was a big-time player in Oklahoma. He was, like, one of the top recruits and showed Oklahoma State over Oklahoma, which is unheard of, even now. Mm -hmm. But maybe it makes sense now. (laughs) <laughs> like you know what I mean I'm not a big fan you coming out 30 years later and say you know by the way this guy called me this back in the game in 89 <laughs> no he said before he just never picked up steam and now and now it it, it 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 uh it just it's, it went back to like hey remember I told you this guy did this before like it's, it's, it's not a shock it's not surprising like and this guy is worried about like yo hey Gundy is is out here. He's been racist. Like it's not it's not a game. Like he's been racist for a long time. And you calling you going with some racist? Gundy? Yeah. That's is a bold that's a bold accusation. Is it debatable? Accusation. Accusation. <laughs> There's no one can say. It's, accusation. Is it debatable? I didn't know it was still for the day. I didn't know we were going right to racist. You know me, I'm, I don't feel like you, that's always the first, I like to say, sometimes the ignorance is it, not just racist, sometimes it's ignorance. No, I think we confuse a lot of times yeah, I don't like people that have their own views the worst that's different form. than ours. We think, okay, he's racist. Why are we I don't, I don't, I don't agree with I'm not defending gunning. I'm saying, is that the route you're taking with racist? See what I mean? Because yeah, if you're, I'm calling you out. If you're racist, you're racist. But how, you can't say well, based on what he, he has a different view than you have. How's that make him a racist? I actually have learned that in this era of basically, I mean, Trump did change things and it's not political. It's a different world now. And people are like, I can't be friends with this guy. This guy's voting for this guy. No, you do that. Anybody, you know, you're going to these people. You, it's close not political with. for some people, man. I'm it's saying not, I ain't going with racists right away. It's, it's okay. You support this network. He's saying that he don't, he didn't really know what the network was about. He's lying. Allegedly. That's a lie. But you got the shirt. And you wear it. <laughs> like, come on. Who's That's giving out OAN shirts? Exactly. Where are you getting them from? At the, at the rally? <laughs> That's number one. Number two. He didn't buy that sneaker villa. Number two. You allegedly, he probably never heard of sneaker villa. Number two, you allegedly called somebody a nigga in the past. Whoa. <laughs> on air. FCC he, was not approved. He said it was the A. Though. That was the ER. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I mean, he said it. That's how he said it. He said it in the past to another player. To Allegedly. a player on the opposite team. Allegedly. Allegedly. Just sprinkle those out there. You could be sued. Why would this guy come out and say it, though, if it didn't happen? Well, yeah, he's just going to make up a night. Like, well, he well, my, he would have been the first thing he came out. It's not a mistake. Gundy knew ahead of time like what he was doing. These guys just don't get it. And, okay, say you're ignorant to it. So what? You're ignorant to being a racist then. 
I don't care. Because now you're at the point where you have all the technology in the world, all the education in the world to learn. You work at a university. If you can't research racism and 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 insensitive racial injustices and, and, and he also like wasn't didn't he wear a football matter shirt? No, that was that, that was Dabble's racist. Dabble Sweeney. Dabble's yeah. another racist. Get them all out of there. Did you call Dabble racist too? Dabble got to go. I don't know how Dabble still got a job. Yeah, we call Dabble got to go. I posted that on my Facebook page. I don't agree with that, man. I don't care. Dabble got to go. <laughs> put it in, put it in, on wax. Yeah, Dabble got to I don't go. Know Dabble I don't care how many wins he got. I don't care how many guys you recruit, how many black guys you recruit to get drafted. He probably loves the fact right now he has a white quarterback. And <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is legit. He's good. Lawrence is out on the front line. And, if and I had to give a shout out, I'm giving it to Lawrence. But he's ignoring. So Lawrence is out on the black line. I'm saying, but he's ignoring everything his coach is telling him. Because his, his, his coach is saying, don't, don't say involved. nothing. Don't say nothing. Yeah. His coach also said, we're not taking knees here. That open racist for a long time. But. Racist, though? Yes. How can you let somebody on your staff use the N word? And live like and the no, 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 hold on, hold on. Once I figured out the context, the text, I wasn't mad either. The context of it made me think about it differently. Here we go. Defend, hold on, hold up. Defend the white man. No, no, because I tell you this about everything. Different view, you automatically think we're defending. I always tell you this. I said you got to consider if if their heart was in the right, if their intentions were pure, <laughs> if their intentions were pure. Small, he's white. He told these black on, players on, to stop on, saying on. it, which I do agree with. We tell our. I tell every everybody. Every year we tell our students not Stop to Stop saying it. And he, these guys are yelling at each other, calling Come each other. Come white. I know. I think what I, did you ever say it as a white man? Well, look, I think his, I think he mishandled it, but his heart was in the right place. He said, I don't want my players saying N-word here. But he, sh- he said the full word. He said, hey, stop saying N-word. After he repeated it and then said stop saying the N-word. Oscar Roman says, what's a definition of a racist? Yeah, I think it's... I don't go right to racism. That's the worst form of racism. Like, you're a racist. You never see anybody get defensive. People can be ignorant, miseducated. You call them a racist. But racist is a harsh... It's like this, it is. It's, most, it's the, whole, it's what the harsh thing you can call about it. It's like up there with being a, ra- a rapist, a, a pedophile, a racist, right. a so rapist. When you judge... It's not that. It's up there. It's up there, yeah. If you're not racist, you do take it that way. So... So you just can't just throw that word out there. Okay, I take what I say. I'm saying it because you gave me a reason to say. Yeah, but I said right now you're a pedophile. You I know you're not. You can be like, yo, what are you talking about? If you allow another coach on your staff to say the N word in any context, this guy is not 12. If 15, I was the head coach, 18, I would not fire that guy. I would not have fired him. Then how would you not? Because his heart was pure. His attention was pure. How hard is that? I don't want to say pure. <laughs> he was trying to stop people from saying the N word, but. He, it's a tough, it's a tough situation. It's tough. How was your heart in the right place when you? Because he's doing man? something I believe in. I don't like kids saying it. I hate when I go out with my guys at work and you got a bunch of kids yelling the n word. I look and I'm the only black guy there. You're saying this thing from a black privilege right now, which we don't, which we didn't hear about in a long time. What do you mean? You're saying it as a person that can freely use the n word, so you're not taking it as severely as no, because. Saying. He's a 50-year-old white man, which means his father was probably racist. Yeah, but I have uncles. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's terrible. Wow. His father, all right, his father, his grandfather was probably prejudiced towards some things about African That's not why I stopped saying I it, I won't though. say racist. I'll tell you why I stopped saying it. No, and Brandon I... probably remembers, because my uncle Bobby 
who served two terms in Vietnam, didn't want us saying it because when they grew up in their era, they didn't play around like that because it was there was really racism back then. So you weren't using that word of a term of endearment. No, I believe that. We shouldn't say that. So when a guy's telling you guys, hey, stop saying that word, and he, he shouldn't have said the word. No, no. no it's no. not fireable, though. But no white man can tell me to stop saying that. See, I don't, but I'm saying his, he's, his intentions were pure. I don't care. He was trying to stop it. He should have said the word. All right. But there's people that ain't racist that I would bet my whole check on that get in that car and say Biggie, and they say the N-word in the car. You really? I asked to do that my job once. <laughs> they all say it in the car. I asked the white guy at my job once. I said, yo, be honest with me, though, for real. Like, if you're, cause I know you listen to rap music. Some, like, when it comes across, do you say I don't care, listen. He said, yes, in my car, I will they say. They do, all of them do it. I don't care, listen. If somebody says, you, first of all, you got to be a different type of white person to say that word in front of no. 85 N-words. <laughs> but no. Like, you got to be a different type of dude, number one. Because he wasn't saying it like no, that. because it's, it's white privilege. It was saying that, he, first of all, he was with his group. His his the receivers or wherever he coached, he he was with just them. Yeah, we only got in front of eighty five in the front of the team and apologize for saying it. Which means because one know. player got mad. No, it was more than one. But I, I, <laughs> a lot of people. I give him more credit for that because I always play. I give you credit for apologizing for you being wrong. No, I do because I believe in the one person rule. Because uh, there's some Native Americans or Indigenous people that don't mind Redskins, but there's if one doesn't like it and they think it's racist, you can't say it. I do believe that. Smart, he's 50. I'm just saying. He knew the road was He wrong. went up there and apologized. He said, you know what? I apologize. Even though his sentence were pure, I shouldn't have said the word at all. He you, apologized for it. You rape a little girl. Oh, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Right. Well, not, <laughs> Come on, man. You rape a little girl. The, her dad comes over and kills you. His intentions were pure. No, he wasn't. He did the right thing. <laughs> Everybody would agree not with that. Not in the eyes of the law. Forget the law. He saw a time to kill. N word, not the law, <laughs> but he was right because he, he he took you out for that. That guy is in the N word. He's wrong. You think every that, you he believe right. that man should lost his livelihood? Yes. Comment Shirley. Shelly. Shelly says, um, our 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 aunt Shelly. Go ahead. What you, you know? Her? You know what I'm talking about? What's that? Yeah. 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 She says the word shouldn't be said. Period. Hey nephews. What's up? What's Stop up? Talking to us. Not you. You're not in the no, it shouldn't be. But I think <laughs> it's Elijah's mom. Awesome. No, watch. it's sure. not a debate on who, if you should say it or not. I think we're all on this. We all agree. We need as a people, we need to stop saying it. And, so but, these white teachers can walk around saying the N word because their kids say it. No, say it? nobody should say it. I'm saying I don't. I think he used it as a teachable moment. I'm not defending this guy like you think I'm defending him. He I'm saying he should have been fired. And I think he made a mistake. He apologized for it, but it shouldn't be a no, fire. I don't know if he should be fired, but I think he used it as a teachable moment, oh, and man. that's why. So them kids feeling that 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 hurt from him saying it is the same hurt that some people feel when we say it. There's some older black people. There's older black people. Older black people feel that same hurt. Doesn't matter who says it; they feel that same hurt. And I think it was a teachable moment for for some of those kids, though he should have found another way to teach them. I feel like ignorance and a lack of education is major. It's yeah. huge. As a teacher, if I teach my kids the wrong way, I get fired. No, if I say something offensive, you let me go, let me get observed by a principal, and I'm black. I'm black. And if I say the N-word, I'm probably going to get fired. Yeah, you're going to tell me this white guy you say the word? That? Put it in context, though. Hey, don't be walking around saying the N-word all crazy. 
Like, no, you can't do that in a professional atmosphere. And I'm not defending it. I'm saying, but the, the, the football well, feels different. No, listen. To, to put us in more context, if I said it in Pet Manor, I talked there, I would have really been fired. <laughs> really been fired. I might have a chance in York. But you're going to tell me this white man in South Carolina gets a chance to say that for no reason? Yeah, but because he's of all the people we could be attacking on this platform, he's not one of the ones we should be attacking. He got to go. What do you mean? No, he doesn't. I disagree with you. You're an idiot. <laughs> this guy <laughs> was trying to tell people, hey, we don't use that here. Yeah, we don't use that word here. And he shouldn't have said the word. I 100% agree with you. But to say this guy was in the wrong, he should be fired? No, I don't think so. Well, we all know the football field is different, though. He apologized. There's a lot of things that get said in the football field that aren't politically correct. I mean, I've been there. I've thrown... I can't say that. I've done things as a coach that are regrettable. And to say I should be fired for them, I don't agree with. Like, I've said things to, to kids, to students, that, Stuff you did that are regrettable. Or, like, like, I, I should have approached them differently. But what, we're on the same page here, what you did. As a fireball fence. My coach got fired at Rutgers for doing that. Watch so, out. Why you? You dry snitching, though. You dry snitching, yo. Like, why would you say that? All right, look at that. I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't want one of you guys fired. But you're, I feel like we're on this coach that said this, what was it, four or five years ago, three years ago? But I'm more, I was more upset and hurt by the fact that the Clemson football team is playing on a plantation. And the name of the buildings is the old slave owner. Yeah. I, we should be more upset about these things. The name of the building is the owner of the biggest slave plantation in South Carolina, and that's where their campus is located on. You know what? Clemson's a different type place. <laughs> no, that's not just Clemson. That's what our school is. I'm just South. saying. Clemson's a different I'll type place. No, but the South in general is Deshaun different. Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, they don't even use Clemson when they go Monday Night Football when they get announced, they get their high school. Because of the school was played on the plantation. Well, Did I you know agree. that? Yeah, I agree. Like, they're right. I'm saying, but why are we making, why is that a bigger issue that the name of the biggest slave owner in South Carolina, that's where they're playing the football field at? That's just why way. is he celebrated, though? Like, why are these guys celebrated? It's that was his land, though. I don't care. He owned, that was a slave land. Yeah, the cotton fields. The guy that celebrated for all the wrong reasons. It's, it's a different world in the South, man. A lot of people are celebrating. Rupp Arena. How's Rupp Arena named Rupp Arena? When yeah. Adolph Rupp was a racist. And when, and maybe, okay, people might get confused with racist and might feel type of way. Anybody that is prejudiced against a race to answer so basically questions, anybody that is prejudiced against a race for any judgment without knowing that person off of just their race alone, I'm going to consider you a racist. That's just me. That's my personal opinion. So I don't know what the, the, what, what the Webster definition of it is. So you think that coach was racist at South Carolina or Clemson? I think gotta go. <laughs> no, no, yeah. You, think he, you call that. him a racist? Do you think he's racist based on your based on your definition? Yeah, I think him and Dabo both gotta go. <laughs> I don't think that. No, nah, I don't think we can stir around Dabo is that. loosely. I think we need to educate people a little more. So what do you think about no, the NCAA? I, no, no, no. Let me ask you a question. No, no, I'm about to cuss in here. Yeah, you listen, did cuss. What are you talking about? Yeah, but listen, because, no, I'm not educating you no more. You have Google. You have a phone in your pocket. You have computers everywhere you go. You got everything. I'm not educating you.
educating you no more. I know, but it's that's unfair it. though. No, if you're not educated by now, you don't want to be. When's the last time you went Google some white hole history? I don't have to. I said we can't. It put was force fed to me for twelve years. I know, of but there's a lot of things about white culture you don't know, and I don't know. It was force fed to me. Everything they wanted me to know, I I I I I, I, I took in history class. Anything they wanted us to know, and what did they ever have to learn about us? Uh, and I don't want to get in that because we all agree we're all on the same page of this. But I just know. I've so been, why should I have to? Why should they be forced? Like why should I have to educate them now? Because I'm saying the reason I'm saying that is because I've been in environments most of my life with people that didn't know anything about black people, and they used to ask me questions because they didn't know. He's like, you know what? He asked one guy asked me. I told him a story about the guy calling the the color girls on the street. Yeah. And he's like, what? Well, he's like, well, I didn't know what to call black people because I lived in Coryville. He said. He's like, I don't know. Is African American okay? Can I say color? Can I say? He didn't know. So he called somebody color, and he wasn't being racist. Definitely not racist. Color offensive. And, and I was like, no. Offensive. I was like, right now, you know, African American's fine, or, but you, yeah, you, color is not really an acceptable term no more. Hell no. But I, I feel like I educate him now. He'll never use that word. But he wasn't no. being. He wasn't a racist. He just wasn't. It was ignorant. He but didn't know. Not your job. It's no. not my job. But I'm not going to assume he's racist because he said color one time. If that. If he didn't want to learn before he met you, that's on him. He's, he's wrong for that. He's never been around a black guy until he was an adult. I can't help you with that. You can. No, I can't. <laughs> You're wrong for that. I can't help there. I no gave a guy credit for wanting to learn and being comfortable enough for me over years to ask me those kind of questions. That they ain't comfortable enough to ask you that they don't know you. I don't care. Like, there's Google. <laughs> you don't Google, hey, what, got, what do I call black yes, people? Yes, because you, you, you know what? <laughs> what did you do when there was a history question in history class that you didn't know the answer of? I, we went to school before the smartphone. You Well, what did you do? Exactly. I was, no, I, I, I was going there. We opened a dictionary or something and we looked it up. That's what we did. You know why? Because they could find it because it's, it's in the dictionary. Our history is not in the dictionary. Our history can't be found. So you know what they do? They asked you when they turned 30. We're not we're not getting mad about history though. We're getting mad about words. I'm getting We're getting mad about words though. You get mad about color. We get mad about the N word. We get mad about this. These are things you can teach, you can't Google. I've been mad about a lot. We're all angry. We all been mistreated in, in, in different ways. But I feel like we need to direct our anger to the people it needs to be directed at. We yeah. can't put them all in the same category. So the NCAA having no championships. In Alabama. Mississippi. Mississippi, I'm sorry. Oh, I like it. If you, NCAA announced that at, Mississippi will not have any championships chips in any sport. Any sport. Collegially. As long as they have Confederate stuff in their state flag. Flags, yes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. Uh, but that's the stuff that should have been done a long time ago. And that's the frustrating part. Like, I'm, America, you got, it's a joke. Like, it is laughable that now you want to be right. Now you want to do things the right way. Oh, Cap is right now. No, no we're, we're talking about something we all agree on now, though, because we know these issues. But, like, the Confederate flag, like, yo, that should have been down. It should have been down when my man walked in the, in the church. South Carolina. And, 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 and shot nine folks. Like it's it's laughable. I don't understand. That makes me mad. If you now, take race one hundred percent out of it, I still don't know why we have to the Confederate flag. You have a half of the country that tried to leave this country <laughs> because they didn't want to be part of the country because you're going to free the slaves. Yes. And you say 
You lost that war. You lost that war. You're still waving that flag. And you're still part of this country. And you're like, I want to wave this loser flag around. Where do you ever wave the loser flag around and be proud of it? It's it's not it's not it's not. So even I don't legal. understand that wave. People say about if you don't stand up with your hand on your heart and respect the flag, you can't. You're disrespectful to the country. And those same people that made that statement are down there in the south waving the Confederate flag on the back of their truck. Yeah. I don't understand the logic in that. No race involved. Or when you put or when you put the American flag on a beer. Like, is that respectful? Like I, they don't bother me. I'm <laughs> saying you, you no, can't be like, saying. don't disrespect the flag at all and you're trying to wave the flag of the the part of the country that tried to leave this country and they I'm, lost I'm the war. I'm not saying bothering you don't believe is that respectful. Like is it like the stuff they do is is like what's disrespectful to the flag? According to the flag laws and the constitution, a lot of stuff we do in this country is disrespectful to the flag. But we're talking about kneeling is the biggest issue. Kneeling is a sign of respect, though, that the that the military showed. Yeah, but so it's not even disrespectful to the flag. No, people I mis- think people misinterpret it. We're gonna get a lot of different like Cap. On Cap this. used to sit down on the yeah, bench. A, a Green beret told him, and then when he talked to his friend that was in the service, he said, "When you take a knee, it's a sign of respect." So that's why he took a knee as a sign of respect to the military. He said, "Be more respectful and take a knee. Don't yeah. sit down." And that was what they did. But the thing was, you you go, our country is number one country in the world because we can do those kind of things. You go to war to fight for the freedom, so I had the right to kneel, regardless of what comes with it. That's, the, that's what I fought for. So I don't really understand. And plus, it never was about the, let's not make it about the flag, even on this podcast, because it was never about the flag. It was about police brutality. Well, it was about injustices. But well, he said, police brutality. brutality. One of them. The first quote he gave was like, yeah. Please have one, I'll give you police brutality. Anyway, comments. Uh, William Way, I'm not giving race <laughs> race lessons at 40. We all have the internet. For every action, there's a reaction. He'll, he'll learn on his own. Uh, Liza says, I agree. You should take advantage of an opportunity to teach someone who's asking and wants to learn with, with what you said. Well, Mark, you want to be a better referee. What did you do? Talk to CJ. You research. <laughs> You, like you work up. at your craft, but I ain't comparing my job to... Anything you wanted to learn in life, what did you do? Did you go ask somebody who did it? Or like, oh, what do you do? You research on your own? work at your yeah, craft. At work, I always followed the guy I felt like he was the best at what I did. He was This guy's the best. I'm with him every day. I'm, I'm, I'm talking Yeah, but you him. can't do that with race issues. Like, think, like, where do you look up? What's the... Sep- I mean, you want to be honest amongst our own people. We have changed what's acceptable to call us for... You know, like every decade, we change the word. I don't care what you call me, as long as you don't you call do me. You do care, because somebody says, hey, "Look at that color boy over there." You're gonna be pissed off about it. As long as you don't call me the N word, like we can make that. Like I've, I've been called that by a parent, like at a, like at a school. Like it, it, that didn't that that didn't make me mad. But if she would have said that N word over there, I would have felt anger. Like the, I was bothered by it. Like it wasn't. But I, I, the anger wasn't what I felt. It was like disappointment. Like, huh. No, I've been there. Well, not for that, not for that word. But people that I thought I was close to said things that I was like, man. Like even with yeah. some of the stuff going on now, you're just like, man. But if it's the end word, I'm like, yo, nah. Like it's. it's but like, remember when fight me? <laughs> keep telling you story. Put some on sport. Remember when me and you were out and we had a. I think it was one of the kids you used to coach, and track. And we're sitting down there talking, and she, she's white, but she went to McCaskey, graduated McCaskey, said all her friends are black, and she keeps saying the N-word to us. 
And I'm like, yeah, I'm not comfortable with it. And she's like, well, my friends let me say it. All my yeah. friends are black. Remember that? I'm like, we're not your friends. I wasn't around for that, but you told me to Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I don't, I'm not comfortable with it. I was like, I understand. I'm not your friend. I'm just not comfortable with you continuing to say it over. I don't even say it. Yeah, that's a that's like a 2000. And... But the new era is saying, like, yeah, I can say it. I'm allowed to say it. They said, like, my friend said I can say it. Like, no, say, your friend, a 19-year-old, speaks for the whole black community now. <laughs> and you can just say whatever you want. That's a different era. Yeah, that's not okay. But, I mean... I guess to get back to our original, uh, our original statement, like I thought the Clemson guy should have been fired because he's old enough to know what he's, what he's doing is wrong. Dabble should have handled it better, and yes, I'm holding you responsible for that because you swept it under the rug and not addressed it publicly, and you need to go too because I don't care how many games you win. Like, I'm mixing no, that too because you're from the same culture I'm from where you keep some things in house. There's no worse thing you can say to a black person, and he knows that. That's what I'm saying. If you're he, 50 and don't know he that, he wasn't saying it to them, he repeated exactly what they he were said. I know, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't He wasn't saying it to him like, it's hey. It's a no-brainer, B. He says to that guy, I don't care what kind of he says it, if he calls somebody directly to N-word, but he was not doing that. Fellas. He was not doing that. By doing that, he was doing that. I don't know. Like, why do you? Why? Why are you thinking that this guy didn't know? And you're giving like the benefit of the doubt. I'm not. I know that the He's players said how. There's other players came out and said how he said it. The other players came out and said the I kind know of how way. he said it. But also, he knows how he. But said But I'm it. not taking his word for it. I'm going by the players that said no. This, you know, this guy was correcting it, even though I don't think he should have said it. He was like, "Yo, God, we don't say that here. Like, don't say the N word in this drill." F no, but he mocked him first and said it, and then said, we don't say that here. Like, after he mocked him Yeah, first. and I think he was wrong, grossly wrong. But I feel like his intentions were in, he was in the right place. He just handled it wrong. Some things you can't be wrong at. <laughs> like, if, if, you're a, if, if you're a cop, you can't be wrong at shooting at somebody that's, that's you unarmed. You can't, but he didn't kill nobody. If you're a pilot... You can't be wrong at making that right read or something, or you're going to die. I'm in a profession where you can't, mistakes can cost somebody their life. I understand what you're trying to say, but that, I don't feel like that implies to that situation. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, that's grossly wrong. I don't know what more you can do as a football coach. What words can be said? Your you could have called him N word. It would have been worse. Would have been worse. If he called an N-word, he's fired. And he's fired, and we're not having this conversation. No, he's fired, never coaching again if yeah. he calls me N-word. Yeah, you said, yeah, you said what can he do worse? Job. You said, what can he do worse? He gets another job. All right. No, he doesn't. Oh, he gets another job. Not for a while. <laughs> what do you mean what he, he said? Gets... What do you say? The... He, so the, the kids said... In the drill. Well, two kids got in a fight in the drill. They're doing a, they're doing, what were they doing? Right. Oklahoma drill or something? They're doing a drill. So they start going drill. at each other, calling each other. And blocking drill. He yeah, blocking block drill. Yeah, they're going each other and we're back and forth. These, these two players are, I don't know if they're going to fight, but they look like they're about to fight. But the player that missed the block, he missed the block. And he said, damn, that's the that's N-word I'm supposed to block. Yeah, yeah, that was one that he said. Uh, that's the N-word I'm supposed to block. And the coach, and the coach says, says, that's the N-word you're supposed to block. He said, "We don't say that. We don't say that in here. We don't say at the school. That's the N word you're supposed to block, and that was it." So he, but he said the word. He, he didn't say N word. He said the real word twice. Yeah, but he's trying to tell these guys we don't do that here. 
He shouldn't have said the word. I'm not defending him. I agree. He shouldn't have said, and I don't agree with this guy or anything. But <laughs> he shouldn't have said the word. I agree with that. But it was a, like I said, it was a teachable moment, and he. But I think he just he he mishandled it. So what's your proper? But should you be fired for mishandling a teachable moment? It's not fireable. Yes. I commend him for stepping up and telling you, look, guys, we don't say that here, I'm not man. I commend him for shit. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I use it all the time. I don't want to hear it from my players. So I say to them, yo, watch the N-word. Then they may say something. I'm like, yo, watch the N-word. And I'm like, coach, man, you look. No, you know, I hear that. No, I'm not trying to hear that. I know I'm black. I'm still not trying to hear it. You frustrated me that you guys are giving this guy a pass. We're not giving him a pass. B-Way, there is millions of people in this country that are racist, that need to be attacked. And I just don't think, why are we wasting our time attacking this guy when he wasn't trying to do it? <laughs> William Wade says he wanted to get that, that N-word off one time for the culture. He's been trying to do it, been trying to do it for 25 years and finally found the right opportunity. Oh, I don't agree with that. You got white friends be there saying N-word in their car in the Biggie songs. Okay, say whatever you want in the park. I don't care what do you, you want to not be friends with You want them gone? I don't want, I don't care what you do in the confines of your own home. You should. I don't. I I'm more concerned what people do behind closed doors. That's work. where they make decisions about I you. Got right? my, I don't got my own home to worry about. Whatever you do at your home, do at your home. But you, you bring it around me, I'm smacking you in the face. That coach should have got smacked in the face. No, the racism I've always been worried about is the guy that smiles in your face but then won't give you a job. That's the racism that hurts us. Uh, that's, 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 no, that's a fact. That's different. That's, that's different. not different. That's the guy that smiles in your face and he ain't racist, but behind closed doors, you're like, I ain't giving this guy a job. No, but that's behind closed doors. Like you asked me what I would do with somebody who you ain't asking me what I'm doing with. You said I don't care. Nobody does in the privacy of their own home or in their car. But I, well, all racists need to go. <laughs> so that's number one. So if you think that somebody is, if you think that somebody is is is, is a, a, a closet racist, then hey, it is what it is. But we're not going to know that. We're not going to know that he's 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 he, he's giving he's not giving you the job because of the color of your skin. That happened for years, <laughs> and it's probably going to happen until we die. That's just the way of life. I think we're beating a dead horse. Now. But if we're <laughs> but if we're talking about a coach saying the n word, he got to go. If I curse out a kid, I'm probably getting fired. I know for like, a fact you cursed just, out kids. Who? And you? I think you deserve crime of passion. You're, Football is a heated environment a lot of times. And, passion, and this guy still, I didn't think he did it in a context that deserved to be fired. But we know sometimes keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> nah, man, I ain't, you ain't keeping it real with no 50 something year old man. Like, I'm, you keep it real, I'm, I'm, he needs to get smacked. One of them 18 year olds should smack. I bet if that 18 year old would have smacked him, then I bet if he would have got thrown out of school. You coach right now call you N-word and you smack him, you're still getting fired. Yeah. You're going to throw it all away. Yeah. But now he would be justified. No, if, I'm saying if, you're gonna get fired. If I if, like, you smack a kid tomorrow while you're coaching him, he called you the N word, and you smack him, you get no, fired. No, but if I call a kid the N word, no, I'm saying the kid called you. No, but I'm saying if I called to get the N word, I would deserve to be smacked. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, hey, he would. Deserve... All right, I think we killed it though. All right. Well, no, we. I'm gonna give you credit right now because you've been saying. I don't even know if we disagree on this. I don't think everybody should go to it. But one of the top basketball players in the country said that he's highly considered going to the HBCU, historical, historical black college. Mikey Williams? Yeah. Number one recruit in the country? Yeah, he's a freshman, but he's, he's, he's good. Um, you've been saying this for a while, off camera. Yes. What do you think about that? Do you think that all these top black athletes should go to HBCUs? 
To prove a point? <laughs> yeah, I guess they All should. of them? But I think... I don't think they should just go just because it's a HBCU. Oh, I agree. I, I think they should make the decision that they feel most comfortable with. So if, it, if that's North Carolina, or that's, or that's Clemson, or that's Oregon, I think they should make the decision of, of where they feel the most comfortable. Like when we interviewed Jerry, and he said... They made him feel like it was a family thing. They, yeah, right, you know, yeah. They, yeah, they felt he felt comfortable. It wasn't about it being the HBCU where everybody looks like you. It was about how where he felt comfortable. It didn't matter if there was two white players or, five, or ten white players. That coach came to your house and he made you feel. Chris said the same thing. How they came to his mom's house. Pitt came to his mom's house and you know they talked to his talked to him and everything. They made him feel comfortable. And his agent, how his agent didn't downplay anybody. It just made him feel like, you know, this. they were really looking out for him. And HBCUs, you may not, you know, not all of them, you're going to feel that way just because they all look like you. No, I think you make the decision that's best for you. So if, if it's an HBCU and you feel comfortable there and you feel the most comfortable there because you're around people that look like you, then great, go and be there and take them to the tournament or whatever the case is. But don't go because you feel obligated because of the HBCU now. Nah. You want to speak on it? It's been your thing. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'll, I'll say this first. <laughs> that the way I sound like, it makes me sound like I'm a racist. <laughs> when you prep something like that, you're about to make some racist comments usually. It's like what all do respect. No, but what never really stood out to me was how we can go support these places like with Clemson on the plantation. Yeah, like Clemson or like uh, Ole Miss or like places that have like Confederate flags hanging up or or like histories of racism being done and never had to answer for the racism. And we're going to take our top recruits there and things like that when we have historically black colleges here who are struggling and didn't have to be if our best players went there. And I, I get it, but like Mikey Williams said, if if you're a pro, you're a pro. That's true, though. And in that regards of where you go. And well, you know, I don't want to interrupt you, but like you said, there's a difference between Penn State and Townsend. There is. But there's not between 6'8", 260, and Kevin I'm saying with Duke the life. Brown. When you're 19, 18, 20, you're trying to live a certain life. Basketball's different because you don't got to be there three years. You want to be there yeah, nine months, if that. Yeah, but the, you're talking about the top 10 players in the country leaving in one year. You're talking about, what about if you're number 20 in the country? You're still one of the best players in the country, but you're not going after one year. Yeah, you still so, need to go. I mean, I would I would still stand by you still going to support. Because you're bringing more money into a, a, a university that's going to give back to people that look like you and 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 not saying that as in like a racist way like we need to look out for each other but i'm saying it's been done so long in the past that it put black people at a disadvantage so now being at the disadvantage that we're at yeah like we need some advantages so yes so going to hbcu now that we don't have to spend Millions of dollars, like them millions of dollars of TV contracts will be at HBCU events instead of being at SEC events. Like, we need that type of revenue to help our students become better.
better people. Not our student athletes, our students in general to become lawyers, doctors, judges, like stuff like that, where we need to, you know, give back to our community. We had this talk for years. Uh, I felt like you're going to hear a lot of what I already said, so I'm going to keep it. I'd be thinking it was great. When I saw the article, I was like, I hope he does go to HBCU. Him. And during this time and this climate. But overall, I don't think it's beneficial for all of our best athletes to go to HBCUs because I don't think that's the world we live in. I'm more for inclusion, not seclusion. I don't think all the best black people should all go be with all black people because that ain't the world. If you're going to be successful in America, you're going to have to be comfortable being around people of different races, majority white. You need to be comfortable in those environments. Why do we feel that way? Because you why? have to. But listen, The higher you go up the chain, that's what else you see. Well, why do we feel that way and white people don't? Because that's the privilege they were born with. Yeah, we're done with that privilege. But the fact is, unless you're going to move, you're going to be in this country and be successful, it's more than likely you're going to have to be around white people. So you need to be in an environment. I was thinking about this the other day. This is funny. I don't know how you feel and you felt. But I never even really thought about race until I was an adult. It never came up in Fulton, Reynolds, or McCaskey. Because I had friends literally of every race. We had Bart, my neighbor was white. Marcus, black and white. With Spanish friends. Everybody, we had every race, Asian. I was in class with Asians and white people. It was never an issue. I never thought about race. It was just everybody was people. And then when I became an adult and went to work at Donnelly or Media Heights, probably Media Heights first, we worked at a private golf club, and you start seeing race dynamics. Media Heights was the first time I discovered that race matters. I'm a black kid. Yeah. Well, you, like me, probably were around for. We were around white people who wanted to be around minorities or like knew that they were going to be around minorities. I don't think that's it. I think they just, you're a kid. You don't know. You're, no, you're but listen, because when you enter their world, that's when it's different. Like when you worked at the Media Heights, you entered their world. When I worked at Penn Manor, it was I entered their world. Like it's different then. But like when they're in, in like they knew what they were getting into being at McCaskey, teaching at McCaskey, their kids going to McCaskey, whatever. But when you enter their world, are you supposed to be here? That's how that's that's how it's it's just pointed out at you. No, I just think, but as kids, I don't even know about their parents. I'm talking about the people that I grew up with in these schools. That you were just like race never. You never thought about race. It's like, hey, you're white, you're black, you're Asian, you're Spanish. We're all just going together. You're, we're friends. Yeah. It was never like you're not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be there. But I think being those type of environments, like you were never of, were no, you were never know where you weren't supposed to be. Because we all, everybody from the city was just from the city. It wasn't a black and white thing. It was an urban thing. We're, then we're you went to city. that golf course. It was like what? I knew that race was different. <laughs> That's like the first place you want where you weren't supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want to say I wasn't supposed to be there, but you notice there's like there's nobody here. No, because it's funny because the person that got us the job was, was the a white, white guy. guy. Our neighbors, our neighbor. He lived across the street from us, and he's like, you know, you guys want a job, but but it was funny working in the place where you're the only black person in the building. Yeah, it's different. But another black person there, but she treated us as if she was she was there so long. She was working too, though. Yeah, but she was there so long that she didn't even she treated us like we were black kids. I'm not even going to attack her like that. I ain't attacking her. The only people that were of color most of the time were the people that were working. Well, there was only other, one other black person there. No, because Kent was, Kent was black. The cook. Yeah, they don't Yeah, I guess. No, <laughs> he's like terrible. We can't do that no more either. We got to stop separating our races. I didn't that. separate them. I'm saying, like, I felt like 
Kent was my point with <laughs> stop saying my name. point with the guy that he's speaking of was he wasn't seen because he was a cook, so he was in the kitchen. We were out on the front lines of it. We were out with so, yeah, all right. He's right. We, we served besides us. There was one other person that was black. That we worked served there. these people. We cleaned up after these people, and the only other person that was there that did the same thing as us was a black lady. But she was there for so long that she even treated us a certain way, where it was like they're just black kids. <laughs> and I hate to say that about it because you know she she did some things for us like she at like, times she gave us rides home and everything. She did do that. The her. fact is, I'm not going to sit here and because she gave me a ride home, I'm not going to candy coat it. She definitely treated us different at times to the point where my other brother let her have it. I never got that impression from her. This, if we're going to talk about this story. I never got that from her. I don't feel like I got it from her. She, I mean, I I, I got it from her several times. I, I she well, she was married to a white dude, which. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, it doesn't matter. She married a white dude. Yeah, she, and she was black. Yeah. She was a black lady. I thought but she was white. Exactly, that's what I mean. I mean. The only other minority that worked there that was in the There's, building with us was a was And a it also served uh, okay. those people where she was she was a black lady. But I said, she she also made me feel like, oh, you're he's a black kid. Like, I already felt that way being around these people. The point I was trying she to make, made it, She made it certain, like, yeah, you guys are. As if she was any different. I think it was beneficial for me in my life because the environments I have to work in, or not just anywhere in life, that I was not. We're way off topic here. We're no, we're saying no more. Here we are. We're talking about HBCUs. <laughs> I think it's beneficial for you to be around other races. You shouldn't seclude yourself to only being around your own people because that's not the world we live in. All right, I got, I got your answer. Go ahead. White people start going to HBCUs. Some do. No, not many. <laughs> Some not do. many people. Yeah, but. I don't have a problem with you going there. I just don't think, I just said, I think but, he should no, go there. I don't think all of us should go there. But that's where we started off with this whole thing, which was wrong before. And we'll get to the comment in a second. But that's how we started off this thing wrong. Integration. When we integrated schools. No, we're not going to do this whole thing. Like no, that. listen, there we are. You, you want there. You want to be secluded. You want to be no, segregated. Listen, I don't no, want to be segregated. I don't want to be segregated. Listen, when they integrated schools, and we talked about this, I think, before. On, on Millie. On, 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 on Millie. Like, we didn't go to them. They can't. Like we, well, we, they put us in their schools, taught us their stuff, and tried to program us to think how they think. You're right. Like that's what integration was. So like now we are still programmed by like let's go to Harvard, let's go to Princeton. And that was a great school. I'm not. That's a, that's a no, I was just gonna say that we need to be getting in the Harvards. We but, need to be getting in there. But yes. But I mean, our, president, our, our, our president came from one of those schools. I'm saying almost every not president came president. from an Ivy no, League school. Not our president. Almost yeah. every president. The president in the past did. Barack Obama? Yeah. That's what I'm speaking of. Uh, well, president now. No, but almost. Uh, no, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm not talking about 45. A great 44. majority of the presidents of the history of the United States went to Ivy League schools. They also have all been white. So that's Except for one. So that's. that's I'm saying, issue. but we need but to be in these the buildings. Issue. We got to be in these rooms. No, we don't. Like, why can't a, a black hey, person hold go on. from Howard At some point, this thing has to end. We can, we can continue next week, but y'all, right. we can't go all night. <laughs> all right. I'm just saying, look, an if I go to any place in America, I got a Harvard degree, I'm going to be, get that job. If I go with the degree from Howard, I might not get that. That's certain right. degrees just get you certain jobs. But, that's I see, that's the thing. And that's where because that's people are placing that, that mindset. Yeah, that's, that's why we gotta be there too. I don't agree with that. I hear what there. you're saying, but we gotta be there. well, if it says Harvard, it says Howard. That Harvard guy's gonna get it, but why not that person from Howard? I, I agree with you 100. percent We still gotta be at Harvard. 
I'm saying we can't. We are. But there's a lot. I know we are, but I'm saying we need more of us. What I'm saying is that don't have Harvard don't have to be Harvard. Like if a if they didn't look down at HBCUs or like in general of 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 African Americans like as a second class citizen, we could them our HBCUs can be top schools, and we might have if we would have had more black presidents before forty three of them. Then maybe one of them would have came from an HBCU. You're right, but then so, even Barack Obama went to Harvard and uh, well, Columbia. You're not going to find a more perfect black person than Barack. The yeah, only yeah. thing white people wanted that Barack didn't have was him being married to a white woman. That's the only thing. Hey, we got to go. I'm just saying, you cheer every 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 hey, Saturday. Now they're scared, people. Every now Saturday in the winter. Every Saturday in the winter, he's going. Let's go, Duke. I don't see you going, let's go, Howard. What do you mean? What do you mean? I never see you wear a Howard shirt, a Howard hat. You yeah. work in Duke. He wore in Towson a lot, though. You know, he went to graduate from there. He's yeah. representing Duke. But you know what? One of the most exclusive, inclusive schools in the country. You know why? Why? What did I see on ESPN growing up from my But you're, you're talking years. about making the change. You got to be the change. Yes, you're right. So go so buy I, some Howard's apparel. But if I wasn't. Program for thirty something years to have Duke on TV since I was two years old. Maybe if Howard was on TV or, or Howard State, State, that's a uh, good argument. <laughs> he had a good argument there. If he, had he been seen Howard since he's been since he's been two <laughs> to the time now, he may be a Howard fan and not a Duke fan. But he's not two no. He's not fifteen no more. He's thirty five. But I met Howard. But you still don't see Duke. Look, I mean, you still don't see Howard. Be be the change you want to be. If I'm saying Howard this, HBCU that, then you got to be that. I am. Go talk to my son right now. Where do I want him to go? An HBCU. If your son ends up being a top recruit in the country in football, and you got Penn State, Syracuse, I don't Florida State, and Howard giving him offers, where do you want him to go? I don't care about my son being Grambling. You want to go to Grambling? I don't care about my son being a top. I'm saying, what school do you want him to go to? I want him to be... Be educated and 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 be able to help. If Grambling and, and Florida State and Penn State offered them, where do you want him to go? Where he feels comfortable. Wait, wait, like, where would I want him to go? Where would you go? If it wasn't Towson, where would you go? What do you mean now? Right. Or eighteen-year-old me? You're gonna be eighteen. Eighteen-year-old you. Where'd you? Where would you go? I'll be the one that I was programmed to see for the last seventeen years. And your son's seeing the same thing. That's what I'm saying. So you got to be the change. But and I'm trying. Like you so, would say, you tell him to go to Howard? Yes. Over Penn State and then Clemson or whatever? Yes. I don't think he would. I don't care about the football matters. Like, it, that don't really matter to me. Like, that's not – football is a small time of your life. Or basketball, like, sports in general is a small time of your life. And I train my son every day to play a sport. But it's mainly just to keep him out of trouble. I know, but, like, <laughs> you, can, the street. you can choose where you put your son in school now. You want to put him where you think he's going to get the best education. Right now, unfortunately, he's going to be with a school that he's going to be the only black kid. Yeah. You could have put them somewhere else. I could have. If they had better, I would love to. <laughs> I'm just saying. So you put them at the Harvard. Uh, no. I'll put them at the best school available. Which is all, Harvard is the best school on paper in this country. If my son was to get into Harvard, you didn't, Harvard wasn't one of the options. So it's Harvard <laughs> or Howard. Where are you putting them? You said we shouldn't be going to Harvard. We need to be going to Howard. No, I'm not saying we shouldn't be going to Harvard. I, I, I didn't say that. Which one were you just trying to go to? But what I'm saying is Howard could have been a Harvard if we would have been programmed that way. last topic. Yeah. Well, it, it is. We're done. <laughs> Howard and Harvard offer your son. Where do you want him to go? 
But listen. Where do you want him to go? Listen, you're not listening to the point I was making. Howard, I want Howard to be the Harvard. Like I, I want, know what you want. I want. Like that's what. And I want this, this brown to be gray, light, but it's gray. It's brown. I want the light, but you ain't got none. That's dumb. We're talking about how systematic racism I'm has been going on from day one. You just told every how, top recruit in the country to go to an HBCU. Your son has Harvard or Howard. Where do you want him to go today? But listen. Where do you want him to go? You're not listening to the point. I want you to answer a simple question. To answer your question, Harvard is the better school. Okay. You want him to go to Harvard. Harvard is the better school. But you just told all the top Christians to go to Howard. You didn't say nothing about Harvard. <laughs> you were talking about... Kansas I just State said Harvard. Group. I said we need to be in the Harvards. I said that, right? But not about the... Recruits, you're talking about black people in general, and I agree with you. We just, but I said we are in Harvard. I'm saying you just but told all the top people in the country you need to go HBC, but you're like, my son needs to go to the better school for education. Harvard is not the top schools. Like, what are you talking about with, with sports? You weren't talking about Harvard, wasn't in one of your discussion. We're talking about sports and top schools. What I'm saying is, HBCU's been frowned upon since they've been existing because they're black, historical black colleges, they've been low funded and everything else. Donald Trump said today, I'm giving more money back to the HBCUs. We should have been got that money. Don't be saying that, man. We just talked about that for half an hour. We should have been got that <laughs> money, though. That's, that's what frustrates you the most. We should have been had that money already. I do. I, Donald I, Trump just saying whatever he feels like going to get a, that's, a but, black person or two. You're talking about things that we're not disagreeing right. on. But I'm saying that fine. it's but easy well, to tell every kid in the country that you need to go to HBCU. But I want to be. I want my kid at the best schools. And I but no. But like I said before, that if you're a pro, you're gonna be pro. You're gonna you're, you're gonna be a pro. But what I'm saying, besides that, is everybody's not a pro. Some 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 kids are gonna go to school four years and graduate. No I'll majority, put, high majority. Yeah, like that's the majority too. Like I would rather you go because if them top recruits are going, that means them dollars are coming from CBS, ABC, like Disney. Like those are. The, and that's going to fund that school and help them have a better education. And that's all I'm saying with that. And that historically, if we, if, 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 if they would have got funded like that for the last hundred years, then maybe they would be respected. Nobody's debating that with you. I'm saying if my son has a chance to go to a now, private yes. schools, I want my son to go to the best school. I'm not going to send him to Howard. We can go to Harvard. Now, because Howard, be. because because Harvard's I been know, that way but that's what I said. But you made this comments over the years that you think all the top athletes should just start going to HBCUs. They should. They because it's not your kid. I want my kid to get the best place to go to get an education and play sports. If my son was Zion Williamson, go to Harvard for six months. <laughs> yes, get that money. I'm talking about take sports out of it, like you just said, education alone. You're still going to pick Harvard. Yes, school. Sports, it's different. I don't think so. Same thing we're doing with high school here. All right. We're <laughs> so we're going to wrap up. Man, we've been going for a while. Um, Got to count these two down. We said, Alyssa Herbert said, Happy Father's Day, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Miss Lisa, yes. yes Thank Lisa. you. She showed me a good time down there last year. Yes. Classic cool. time. William Way said, We shouldn't look at their schools like they're better than our schools. I don't think they are, Billy. Yeah, you do. I do not think you're that, better. That, 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 that. <laughs> we just read in the comments and we're gone. He said, why aren't the black Ivy League schools? There should be. Exactly. That's all They're, I'm saying. We're all, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget it. Really, we're on the same page, but I agree with you 100%. But the argument's over. No, I think, I'm not but society no. agrees it's different. Yo, read the rest. 
They're out of here. If they were funded correctly before, they would be. Well, they would, but they're not. All right, shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good. Joe, shout outs. Joe Holla family's on. Shout outs. What's <laughs> up, Joe? Man. Shout outs. Yeah, I'll never go first. What? I don't know. Red always goes first, man. Uh, shout outs. Oh, I already I asked y'all, though. But shout out Father's Day. Shout out to all the great fathers out there. Um, shout out to my dad. Um, shout out to my children. Uh, for allowing me to be their father, and they, they you know, allow you. It was no choice. Nah, they gave me the greatest gift, man. The greatest gift I ever got was was being able to wake up to them. So, shout out to them. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to the rest of the dad. Shout out to you two guys um, for being for being dads. Uh, guys, hope you hope I see you on the golf course tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, so actually, like seven hours from now. Yes, and um, that's all I got, man. Um, I usually don't do shout outs, but shout out to the good fellows of the Lancaster City Fire Department, mainly C-Ship, who got a pretty bad fire down at the Old Boys Club on Tuesday of this week. I mean, three people were trapped. It put their training to the, to the max. Those guys did a hell of a job getting those people out. Hopefully the people that were in that fire, I think two of them at Chester Crozier right now, hopefully they're, um, they recover, but... I want to shout out some of my co-workers who I think did a hell of a job this week. Had a fire, a pretty bad fire. You done? Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Big shout out to everybody that tuned in because it's, you know, these guys talked me into going live at, at 1 in the morning. So, shout out to that. We started at 12.05. Yeah, it's almost 2 o'clock. So we, like, gave y'all the whole club hours. So, I hope you guys, you know what I mean, I hope we... Gave you a lot of entertainment that you would find normally. You know, what you would normally do from 12 to 2. But, outside about about to open back up. So, you guys are about to be able to go to them clubs and bars and stuff again. Nah, bars ain't going to be open. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you didn't do like 50% capacity. Uh, no, we, well, we definitely appreciate you tuning in to Opinionated Facts on our, on our special Father's Day edition. We didn't want to give you, we didn't want to go two weeks off. But we didn't, we, we got, we're going, we're going, you know, we're doing Father's Day things tomorrow during the day. So we didn't want to, uh, we didn't want to go live then. Shout out to uh, the Seven Letter family as always. Make sure you like, follow, share all the uh, opinionated facts on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh... That's it. That's it. We're good. Yeah, man. Man, thanks for all the people that tuned in doing the night shift. Yeah, this is late, man. This is late. Uh, happy Father's Day, fellas. You know, we got through, with, like, this is like two hours we gave y'all tonight, man. Red tire, look at him. Yeah, Somebody man, said Brett needs some energy. <laughs> Who? Uh, somebody said that earlier. Tell Red to wake up. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar Owen said that. I was yeah, up, man. Well, I just said happy Father's Day. Appreciate go, it. Letting y'all go through it. My man. sister, Lachey Rudolph. Okay, good show, boys. Hey, thank you. Opinionated Facts will be back next week. Make sure you guys tune in. Schedule. Hey, uh, TCP lineup. Make sure you guys tune in to Say Less tomorrow. Sit down with the Johnsons and all that good stuff. Make sure you tune us in again and, you know, like us again and, and watch again at 12. Uh, yeah, share us again.
Appreciate you guys watching. We'll see you guys next week. Stay laid up, stay prayed up, stay out the way, and listen to what some old folks have to say. See you guys next week. Peace.